Welcome to Ambitious Hippies, a place where you are free to be who you are and live life on your own terms. I'm your host, Courtney Vi Weaver, an entrepreneur and self-proclaimed ambitious hippie obsessed with healing, growth, and deepening my connection to self, my purpose, and the collective. On Ambitious Hippies, we share personal stories, life lessons, lots of laughter, daily practices, and insights on building wealth and soul health, and also connect with other human beings doing the exact same thing. My hope is that you write your own rules of life and truly live them. So let's get into it, shall we? You're not living the life that you want because you haven't invested in a mentor or coach. There, I said it. It's true. I'm going to give you an example. Okay, so I am a firm believer in paying for things for growth. So I have three coaches right now. And you don't have to th- have three coaches. I'm just I'm just going to roll right into my experience. So I have three coaches in three different areas of my life. Now, I am an incredibly disciplined person, okay? I have done a lot of work on rewriting stories, working through doing really hard things, crafting that discipline muscle over and over and over again. Yay, go me. Okay, I, I don't need the applause because I'm also incredibly lazy. All right. I am so, so I am a master. Like I have my PhD in justifying or coming up with excuses or reasons. Ooh, I'm such a good reasoner with myself on doing things that I don't want to do or pushing past that uncomfortable level of growth. You feel me? Anyone else? Like PhD status in you know, your body really needs to rest. Or is that really the message that you want to share? Really? Or let me give you the the soft answer, the people-pleasing answer instead of giving you the truth, right? I'm so good at it. I'm the best. So I have to hire people around me. I have to pay for people to keep me in check and keep me accountable to what I said I wanted and the life that I wanted to live. So I'm not saying that you need three mentors, but I am saying that you do need to pay for either a mentor or a coach or some kind of account accountability to hold you to those dreams and hopes and the life that you want to live. You got to pay for it. Okay. There's built in accountability there. There's somebody, there's something to be said for somebody being there to call you on your shit. That's just what it is. And it needs to be uncomfortable, okay? There's a lot of these programs that are below your threshold of comfort. So what I mean by that is, okay, let's say that I hire a coach and the coach charges me $10, $10 for every session. Am I going to bat an eye about not making a session and having to pay $10? Probably not. Would it suck? Like, uh, yeah. But is it enough money to make me move my schedule, not justify, not have all these excuses, see value in it to where I must, will not miss this appointment. I'm going. Nothing's going to stop me. $10? Probably not. Now, if it's $100, now we're, we're starting to talk here. Now I'm like, okay, wait a minute. And my threshold and your threshold are completely different but you have a threshold. You know what it is. So I want you to start doing what I did. And that is looking at your life and going, all right, 
<laughs> where am I making the most excuses? Where am I making the most excuses? Okay, so here's here's what I did. And because I'm a psycho, I guess, I don't know, I'm obsessive. I look at the hardest things in my life because in my mind, if I can conquer hard things over and over again, my life gets pretty freaking easy because then I start looking at everything that's going on. I'm like, oh yeah, well, I've already done this. Like an example, this is a kind of off topic, but it's a good story. So buckle up. Here we go. So I'm afraid of heights, like hands against the wall. When we were on our RV trip, the Astoria column, you know, you're up in the air. Michael's like pretty much jumping off the rails. Like, look, there's an eagle. I could land on my arm. And I'm like, what the hell? I'm like holding my breath scared of heights. It affected me so much when we were traveling a lot that when we would get on an airplane, I was like, oh gosh, I'd have all of these like thoughts and fears and my feet aren't touching the ground. And anytime the plane would move, it would, my stomach would drop and I'd think, oh God, I'm going to die. I'm going to die on this plane with all these strangers. It was a problem because we were traveling a lot and I love to travel. It became something that made the experience not as enjoyable. So I decided, you know what? I'm not going to be afraid of heights anymore to this degree. What I'm going to do is I'm going to jump out of an airplane. So when we went to New Zealand, one of the like top things to do in Queenstown, New Zealand is skydive. And I'm like, this is it. Like I, I have my like M&M moment where I have the hooded sweatshirt on. I'm like singing, lose yourself. Like, all right, girl, we're going to do this. Here we go. So we do, we sign up. Michael is like checking my pulse. He's like, are you, what are we doing? This is no, no. Like, oh yeah, dude, buckle up. We're doing it. We're jumping out of an airplane and it's a beautiful spot to do it. You know, it's not like where we live right now where you could jump out of, you know, in the, in the plains of Kansas. No offense. I love you. I love the Midwest. I'm a Midwest girl. Rock on. But New Zealand with mountains and water, it's a whole different vibe. So we sign up, we get up there, and I'm the first one to go. I'm like, oh, shit, I might have overcommitted. I think I overcommitted. Oh, well, we're here. So I do my normal thing. You guys know that I love humor. So when I get very uncomfortable, I start telling jokes. It's like a two-drink minimum on the airplane. I'm like, hey, yeah, here we're doing it. I start talking a lot because I am freaking out. I am fr- I, I have lost all sense. Like fight or flight has kicked in. I'm immediately thinking, what in the hell am I doing? I'm getting ready to jump out of an airplane. I'm the first one. I have to go. I can't back out. What do I do? I got this dude strapped to my back. Oh my God, what am I going to do? Banana, here you go. So you, you fold up like a banana, tuck your legs back, and then you rock out of an airplane at 18,000 feet. Here we go. We do that. And it's a killer experience. Michael, we're both in the air. We have a camera guy. He, he paid the money for the camera guy because he said, worst case scenario, if my shoot doesn't work, your parachute doesn't work, we got the camera guy, I'm grabbing him. I'm grabbing his parachute. So, of course, we had our built-in insurance policy, right? Didn't have to happen. I'm alive. Tell the story. Hey, it was a great experience. But what happened was... It changed the story in my mind about heights and airplanes. It made it something to note where now, anytime the plane moves or there's any kind of crazy turbulence, I'm super chill because I always think, dude, I jumped out of an airplane. 
Like I literally jumped out of an airplane. So I will even look out and be like, it's a little high to jump, but could be done. Okay. That's completely ridiculous. But in my mind, I've already worked through that hurdle. So hiring a mentor, going after the hardest thing can retrain your mind to look at situations differently. So here are my things. I like to do things in threes and I like to focus on my mind, my body, and my soul. I don't want to overcomplicate it. Don't give me like 17,000 things. Don't tell me I need to like, you know, do all of these things before 7 a.m. Like keep it simple. All right. I need to keep it simple. I need to have it be something that I can do on a, you know, attainable basis. Mind, body, soul. Pick one, right? Pick one. So here are my things right now. For my body, the hardest thing, because I've done a lot of really hard things for my body. I had to work through an eating disorder. I was a fitness competitor, you know, negative body image, really having a great healthy relationship with food. I've done a lot of that. So now I'm looking at it from a, not just a performance standpoint, but also flexibility, longevity. I'm getting older. I want to make sure I'm taking care of my joints and my bones and my core. So I'm like, all right, what's something I can do long-term? Pilates. Also, side note, uh, I want to make sure that my pelvic floor is lit. You heard it here first, okay? I don't care. You can talk about that all you want to. I am 36 years old. I haven't had children yet. I'm going to lock it up, Okay. I, I'm going to do whatever it takes to make sure that when I am on a trampoline, there is minimal leakage. Okay. I, I said it. I put it out there. Agree. Don't agree. I don't, I, I, we need, there's more of us that needs to be talking about this. Okay. All right. All right. So here we go. So Pilates is something that helps with your core. Anyways, it's hard. Pilates is freaking hard. It's the hardest thing I've ever done. Hands down. All right. Perfect. We're adding Pilates. All right, next thing. Let's talk about her soul. All right, soul. Breath work also feels very hard for me. It's not like meditation. Meditation feels gooey and yummy and like, ooh, I can just pop it in. I can do a walking meditation. I can meditate. Like that I can do without even thinking about it. But breath work is something that I I put resistance around because it requires me to dive into my subconscious. Let's have a conversation with nine-year-old Courtney. How's she doing? Where are we at? Where are we living? So I'm like, all right, perfect. That's that's also very challenging. I'm going to add that to the list. And then last is my mind. So that's our business coach that we have right now, who's really working with us on our message and our tone and public speaking and how we're showing up and how we present. Also, very difficult because <laughs> to have someone tell you, you go through this whole thing and they're like, eh, no, start over. That's a lot. All right. I'm like, oh, my people pleasing heart is just shattering. Yes, that's the point. Quit trying to make people like you be yourself. So here we are. We're talking about our pelvic floor on a podcast. Anyways, I digress. So those are the three things that I have picked currently. Pilates, breath work, and a speaking coach. Let's say that. So I have hired these people and the amount that I have paid again is of the threshold to where I am very uncomfortable (laughs) if I miss, I I do not want to miss any of these obligations because I have set it to where I have double accountability. So number one, I have accountability to my own financial responsibility. I have accountability to myself, my goals and what I said I wanted to achieve and then I also have accountability to them. Like they're they're showing up for me 
I have to show up for them. So those are the three things that I have hired. And again, I've crafted discipline. I've worked through all of this. But remember, I have a PhD and trying to make myself warm, gooey, and comfortable, as I'm sure you do. So last week, I could feel myself being like, eh, yeah, I don't want to go. I don't want to go to Pilates. Feels hard. And it was already on my schedule. And then I thought, oh my God, if I don't go, I have to pay this fee. Then I'm not going to get to go again because my schedule's all off. And then I'm not going to do anything. And I said I was going to commit to it. So I went. I have yet to miss any of these obligations. I have yet to miss breath work. I have yet to miss Pilates. And I have yet to miss my coaching sessions. Not because I'm an incredible human being. Because I paid for it. I paid for a mentor. Growth is really uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable. It's going to push you beyond where you want to be pushed. And if you don't have someone there that's constantly nudging you in a direction that you know you want to go, but you're just uncomfortable to go down that path, you're not going to do it. You're not. Be honest with yourself. You're not going to do it. You're going to settle into what's comfortable and what's familiar because that's what we're used to. So if you're not where you want to be right now, congratulations, welcome. You're a human being. That's part of it. Same. I'm in the same freaking boat. But the best news is you have the opportunity to change. You just have to figure out what category of your life. Don't pick all 7,000 things that you're like, I'm dropping the ball here. I could be doing it here. Blah, blah, blah. What's one thing that you can hire right now, a goal that you want to achieve or an area of your life that you want to improve? And what's a mentor that you could seek out? What's their price point that makes you uncomfortable? What's something that's so uncomfortable that you won't back out? You won't quit. You won't make excuses. Even when, like last week for me, I'm like, damn, I do not want to go. There has to be something there that's bigger than your excuses. And for me, I don't want to let people down. I don't want to let myself down. I'll do it though. I'll let myself down. I'd rather not let somebody else down than let, you know what I mean? And money. I don't like wasting money. So if you're the same way, this is why you need a mentor. There's nothing wrong with you. You are not broken. You are not constantly spinning your wheels. You just need somebody to hold you accountable to your goals and you need to pay for it. Period. End of story. So figure out what it is that you want. I like the mind, body, soul. Those are easy categories for me because I can look at it and go, you know, meditation or journaling, or maybe it's something in your business, or maybe you're wanting to learn a new skill, or maybe there's something that keeps getting hung up that you create this story around, right? Whatever that is, there's tons of mentors out there. You have to pay for it though. Don't don't take it for free on YouTube or online or anything like that. There's no built-in accountability there. You need to exchange some doll hairs to make it real. So that's it for this episode. We got right into it. Thank you so much for listening. Do me a favor. I want you to shoot me a message. You can either shoot me a message on Ambitious Hippies on any of the accounts there, or you can shoot it to me over on my personal account, Courtney Vi. I want to know what is the area that you're going to hire a mentor for. And if you need help finding a mentor in a certain category, be very, very, very specific. Don't just say, I'd like to hit a new goal in my business. No, tell me exactly what it looks like. Is it copywriting? Is it 
captions? Is it social? Like, let's get specific. Is it public speaking? Is it email copy? Is it newsletters? Is it, what is it? And if I have a mentor or somebody that I look up to, I will definitely share them with you because sharing is caring, baby. The only reason we get to where we want to go is if we ask for help, right? I love you. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. Make sure and tag us on all the social medias. If you love this episode, do me a favor, give it a five-star rating and review. Please leave out the fact that I talked about my pelvic floor or don't. You can share that too. All right. I love you. Stay wild. Thank you for listening to this episode of Ambitious Hippies. If you love the podcast, do us a favor and leave us a rating and review. And if you're on social media, tag us in your stories or use the hashtag Ambitious Hippies. I appreciate you spending your time with me. You truly are magical. And I thank you again for being a part of this amazing community.